This is Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Broadcasting live from the old National Bank State Street Studio. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Did you enjoy the NFL without the Bears yesterday? I did. On by. I did, too. I enjoyed the living age out of the NFL. I'm telling you, there's something nice about sitting back at noon just to watch all the action unfold where you're not putting so much of your focus and attention on the Bears. I like the primetime games. I don't mind the buy. And I found myself at Social 219 enjoying some Cheevops and some Perch, a little half and half, potato salad, sauerkraut, and all the games are on around me. Sounds like you had a full party. Red Zone Channel. Anytime there was action happening, watching Jacksonville on one of the screens, uh, checking out Dallas on another one of the screens. Needing a life and death life, rally yeah. to beat Tony Pollard. As a 17 a and a half point favorite. Yeah. A couple to of tutties out of Tony Pollard early. You take that. You know, fantasy implications also on the day. A chance just to watch the rest of the NFL with not having to worry about, you know, the Bears and everything that the Bears, you know, don't have to offer for this Chicago, exactly. this great city of Chicago. That's what I got to worry about. The Bears have one thing to offer right now. We all know what that one it's thing it. is. It's Justin it's, Fields it's and the development and the development of Justin Fields. That's, That's it. And anybody else he's going to drag with him. You never know. He might find the chemistry with the wide receiver and that chemistry with the wide receiver is the one that he can kind of drag along the same way. Uh, Aaron uh, Lazard, Alan Lazard, Lazard, became one of uh, Aaron Rodgers' guys because he was the only one that was healthy enough to go ahead and catch balls and make things happen for you when Devontae Adams went down with an injury. Don't know. There might be a chemistry thing developing with one of his receivers. Even if it's Cole Komet, who gives a rat's patootie, right? I would like it to be somebody. If it's Cole Komet, let it be Cole Komet with Mooney down with an injury and Claypool not knowing what the hell's going on this year. Drag somebody with you. I like that. I hope like, it's who him. can I Justin Fields him. drag along yeah. with him? In the final four games. The Bears come off by this week to host the Eagles, a formidable foe right now in the yeah. NFC. Maybe the best team in the NFC, although I think the San Francisco 49ers are going to have something to say about that. Kyle I just think Purdy. The, I think the better uh, yeah. Brock Purdy. I think, I think Kyle is my guy. Okay, It's Kyle Brock Purdy. That's fine. Brock is the middle I, name that they all call him, but it's Kyle Brock Purdy, named after the head coach, by the way. The reason I would favor the Eagles more than anybody else in a topsy-turvy NFC is that uh, they're playing with a quarterback that's not a third stringer. It was a third stringer at the start of the season. Uh, simple as that. But he looked good. He, okay, And fine. what do you mean by what he, he looks good? He's getting the ball out on rhythm. He's fine. finding all of his wide receivers, Carm. Well, it's a little easier. All of his receivers. When the uh, defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I don't know what that display was yesterday <laughs> from Tampa. It's almost like they've never heard of the concept of a double move before. Squatting. I, 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 we call that squatting on routes. They were squatting on routes. What I mean by squatting is they're sitting and jumping, kind of the way Jair Alexander was doing it. Yeah, of course. I have always uh, agreed with Tom Waddle that I'd rather be late than early to the Tom Brady funeral, right? Yeah. Like, I thought after I, the Super Bowl with New England it was going to be a problem. He went on to win a Super Bowl down in Tampa. I always said I'd like to be sort of standing at the grave as they're throwing the dirt on and then be like, yeah, okay, yeah, now he's, he's done. done. Now he's done. I think we're there. Now, he's not to blame for the defense giving up 35 points to Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. But I think we're there, folks. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, 
Todd Bowles was a terrible coach when he was in New York. Somehow he's, he's even worse now. He's an even worse head coach now. And I'm not even sure. Like, I'm wondering if he's got the headset on and he's just listening to Christmas music. And for everybody on Twitch, I'm gonna. I know this is a radio show, but we still have Twitch. And for, if he's I'm listening the, to a song, I'm what's song? Do the impersonation yeah. of what Todd song Bowles. is he listening to? Uh, uh, oh, holy I mean, night! Oh, holy night! Uh, here's Todd Bowles on the sideline. Here, so right, either for the Twitch be, be a commentator I or you know, even a referee. Come but do, do something and uh, something I, bad or good I, just happened I, to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You ready? Yeah. All right, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, Blitz coming off the corner for the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. They get a sack. They force some fumble into the end zone. The trifecta. It's a touchdown for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Todd Bowles, stoic as always. Not an expression on him. No emotion whatsoever. The steely now, demeanor. Now, now do something bad the, for the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The steely demeanor. <laughs> do something bad. Okay, something bad. Okay, ready? Yeah, here we go. Um, Watch on Twitch. You, you ready? Uh, four wide receiver personnel. Two split out to the left. Two split out to the right. Brady takes the snap. He drops back. He's looking left. He's looking left. He throws. It's a long throw. Oh, it's intercepted. Intercepted by the San Francisco 49ers. 49er ball going the other way. And you still have a stomach. <laughs> Todd like, Balls. You're a good play-by-play play guy, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Todd Balls out of, is, out of nowhere uh, that game. I, I, I think I'd rather have any coach in the NFL right now that includes Lovey Smith and Mike McCarthy over Todd Balls. I cannot believe what a disaster they have on their hands in Tampa. Someone say he's got a Dick Jerron like uh, demeanor on the no, sideline. Dick, Dick Jerron, uh, a little more energy, a little more energy out of Dick Jerron, uh, a little bit more Dick expression. Dick look like uh, Rick James on stage for crying out loud. I mean, are you kidding me? Super freak. He is. He he's is a super freak. He is absolutely awful. That team is absolutely awful. Uh, I'm. I am now full on cheering for the Carolina Panthers to win that division. Full on. Yeah, like, you want now make it go bad. Back. Brady, I think they're putting the Ooh. dirt on the grave. Sam Darnold. The coach, the coordinator, everything about the team is awful. Sam Darnold played some good football yes, yesterday. He, did. he played some really good football. Interesting quarterbacking going on around the league. And uh, that's my rant on the A. playing well that you wouldn't think would play well. My rant on the NFC You've had South enough. is that Tom, I am convinced that Tom Brady every night says to himself, well, he probably says two things. Two things. I kind of miss Giselle a little bit. And why didn't I just put up with Bruce Arians? Why did I not just or suck did, it up? Or, or did he deal? say, I kind of miss Bruce Arians? Well, I, I kind of miss Bruce Arians. And what's the other one? It's very funny. I could I, put I up with, why didn't I just put up I with could Giselle? I put up with Giselle. That's very funny, Erko. And all her One nuance. of those two things. Yeah. Those are the only two things he thinks at night right now. Why didn't I just put up with Giselle and... God, I miss Bruce Arians. Well, because if you're not willing to put up with Giselle, there's about five million other guys that'd be willing to put up with Giselle. I, I, I mean, it's just... And all her idiosyncrasies anyway, I, and, and, and nuances. I, I got diverted down that path, I apologize, because yes, it made me think about uh, the, the biggest threat to the Eagles. And the reason I think I might favor the Eagles over anybody else right now in the NFC is just because the quarterback uncertainty... Uh, at San Francisco. And I get it. He's been a great story through, what's he played now? Uh, uh, four, five, six, six quarters? Six and a half quarters, whatever yeah. it's been? Six and a half quarters. But we know that this league can catch on quick sometimes and that the water has a tendency to, you know, we say the water always find, settles. Yeah, you know? it finds I mean, its level. Yeah, and the water will find its level. Like, I, I'm not ready to say that the Niners are going to storm to the Super Bowl 
uh, on the throwing shoulder of Brock Purdy. Maybe their defense is good enough where he doesn't have to be great. I don't know. I still think you got to move the ball and score points in this league, and I think it might be tougher and tougher, especially if there's any significant injury to Debo. It sounds like they avoided catastrophe with Debo Samuel, mm-hmm. but we'll see. I think i got to favor the Eagles probably a little bit more than anybody else in the NFC right now. And that's the next opponent for the Bears. But maybe they catch the Eagles in a little bit of a trap looking ahead at the Dallas. Dallas is dangerous. You hope that. Dallas is dangerous. Is Dallas dangerous with the way Dak's playing? I I, I do think Dallas is dangerous. Yes, I I, I do. I think Dak has not looked good the last couple weeks. Their defense can do enough. And Tony Pollard and Ezekiel with those two and with a talented group of wide receivers, I think there's enough there. I think I agree with you, Dak Prescott does not look like a world beater at the quarterback position right now. But... That's still a lot of talent that you have with the Dallas Cowboys. I think you summed that up well. They probably got caught napping yesterday against yeah. the one-win football team. Yes. I think caught you're napping. probably right. right. And natural, natural low game. Yes. But they found a way to win it. Good they teams did. find ways to win. I know people don't like that theory, but trust me, the theory's out there. Well, they're playing a one They're playing a terrible one football team, team I mean, but they had every excuse in the world to go ahead and pedal that one down their pant leg. They did not. Good for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not necessarily sold on it at all. We'll find out when it gets down to the playoffs who I'm going to I'm going to love. But Purdy doesn't stop me from liking the San Francisco 49ers. I like them. Debo Samuel being hurt. Yeah. Would start to have me think, okay, you can't afford another loss. Do you know what I'm saying? You can't afford to lose can't, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, you can't afford another loss. You might be able to afford the fact that you lost Garoppolo, Trey Lance, Garoppolo and uh, Debo Samuel. But you can't afford another loss with the San Francisco 49ers. That's what they're concerned about. I want to take you back. I hearken you back to the AFC South. The, the AFC, AFC South. South. AFC South, both, NFC South. They're both, they're both garbage, awful. Garbage. Just garbage divisions. Awful. Garbage by the fact that, I mean, every team is either at negative or zero when it comes to point differential. Three of the teams have at least a three-game losing streak with the Houston Texans with an eight-game losing streak. The only one bucking the trend with a, t- a victory against the Titans is the Jaguars. Jags. The Titans have lost three in a row. Three in a row. To, the Titans at one point were seven and three, Carm. Yes. Seven and three, and people were talking about Mike Vrabel as coach of the year. Dare I say they weren't? They that ain't were. happening. They were. It's not happening. They're struggling. Tannehill's not playing well. Just having Derrick Henry and the ability to run the ball doesn't do it. No Trent Burks hurts. You're yeah. fumbling the ball. That's true, too. When you throw an interception and you fumble the ball, I don't know if you saw the pop Jacksonville I, put I, on did. Henry on, on the, the sideline. Line, yeah. The ball goes right into the hands of a Jacksonville player. Whoo. You got to like with Jayville and Trevor Lawrence, the guy that I would still draft number one if you redid that draft. I'm still drafting Trevor Lawrence, number one. Sorry, Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. Uh, no, I agree with you. I, we've but said I that for Jaguars, a few weeks. I think the Jaguars are picking them up and putting them down. I'm cheering. And may become a viable playoff team. I'm not cheering for the Jags and the Panthers to make the playoffs. I, just because those oh. divisions are so bad. and The expansion teams of 1995. The Jags once, and the okay. Panthers. I'm in, I'm in an expansion you. era kind of mood, and I'll cheer for both those teams to make the playoffs. I don't want to hear about, well, wouldn't the playoffs be better with Tom Brady? No. Oh, my God. The NFC no. South. There's no team better than negative 24 in point differential. And that's the Atlanta Falcons. Oh Absolutely my. What a terrible. horse blank division. It's what a horse blank division. And the Saints had a chance against Tampa Carm. If they just could have closed that game out, two touchdowns late, cost them that victory. 13 point uh, lead. That's why the NFL's great. It's why you gotta great. love the NFL. It's, it's also, but I don't know. I mean, yes, it is great. It is. But it also drives you crazy to know that teams 
employ coaches like Dennis Allen oh. and Todd Bowles and Lovey Smith. I, I, I do think those things are frustrating. And, like, it, it, like, what are you doing? Well, listen, the guy out in Los Angeles doesn't look like such a genius I, either. I don't think he is. Either I, one. Well, Stanley Ordea. No, 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 I'd still no, back no. McVeigh over all no, those okay. guys. You might want to back McVeigh, but the results have been absolute garbage. And if you want to go ahead and make excuses for McVeigh, don't. Don't well, make I, excuses for him. Other teams are doing it with backup quarterbacks. Other teams are doing it with players and personnel down. Why is it all of a sudden McVeigh would get a pass? No, no, he's under the microscope right, too. But Yerko, get real. Here are okay. Sean McVeigh's records as a head coach. Yes, eleven and five. Yeah, thirteen and three. Nine and seven. Good. Ten and six. Good. Twelve and five in Good. a Super Bowl. Good. Okay, I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, get real. Well, is the guy in Green Bay coming under criticism now? I don't think anybody's calling for Mike uh, uh, Matt no, but is he, job. I, I, I didn't mean, say anybody is asking for his job. The question specifically is: He falling under criticism now? Okay, it's he fair. Is, it's though. fair to criticize, but okay. you can't mention Sean McVay in the with Dennis Allen, Todd Bowles, Lovey Smith, and 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 Brandon Staley. Bad coaching is bad coaching. No, that's ridiculous. Yes, Carr. I'd still hire. I'd hire Sean McVay any day of the week if he still wanted. He might not want to coach anymore. He's not going to become available. Of so, course I mean, not. They're going to keep him. Him and Les Snead are tied at the. At the hip. They're not going it's, anywhere. It's some of these other coaching, and it's the retreads, that it, it does drive you batty. Well, some would say Todd Bowles never really had a legitimate chance when he was with the New York Jets anyway. Some would say that. Why doesn't he get a second opportunity when Doug Peterson gets a second opportunity? And I think Doug Peterson's going to get it done. Doug, Doug Peterson Doug looks Peterson's like he's better. got some. Well, not, it's not, you know how that goes with the, with, with, with the acquisitions, with the injuries. Mike Evans doesn't look the same. Godwin was coming back off an injury. You got Grandpa Munster at quarterback now <laughs> when it comes Munster. to Tom Brady. There's a lot of craziness out there, Carm. Hey, if I'm a coach, I can go ahead and have a thousand excuses if I want. Which, uh, yeah. I mean, and by I, the way, my player of the week this week. Well, hold it. We got I like am, an hour. I am. I'm, I'm going to tease it. If I could tease it for you. Sure. We criticized this position, and then this position came through like gangbusters. No, gangbusters. No. No, not a kicker. No. We criticized the position. The position of only having one player of any quality there. Hmm. You know who I'm talking about. I do? 87 oh. with oh. an arrowhead on his helmet. A uh, tight end. Yeah. A tight end. There we I got go. one that did a little something. <laughs> did a little something yeah. special. And it looked like from the jump. That was the game plan on that team that was blitzing them. It's a tease, Connor. That's all it is. It's a good tease. We got four weeks to go. Bears will play the Eagles. Croatia! Croatia plays tomorrow. But uh, talk NFL through week 14 with us. One game to go tonight. And uh, is Tom Brady, are we finally throwing dirt onto the coffin? Is hey, that will, it? Will He's going to play somewhere next year, they say. Right, I don't you know work where. for me on Sunday? Sunday? I'm going to be gone Sunday. If Croatia makes the final. Oh, boy, you're in a tricky spot. Can you work for me? I just thought of that. Black, what do you think? Can you work for me over there? Busy. But thanks. Thanks for the offer, my friend. Busy? uh, What do you got? Aquarium gravel to to go through? No, I'm good. I totally forgot about this. Yurko's in a potentially (laughs) awkward position on Sunday. We can discuss that coming up. 312-332-3776. It's Carmen and Yurk. We'll be right back. Stream ESPN 1000 anytime through the ESPN Chicago app. Carmen and Yurko. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Tomorrow should be interesting because for the second half of the show, 
I think Yurko's going to stay down here, but not really be part of the show. It'll be me, yeah, Black, I'll, and Abdallah. I'll, I'll, I'm going to be here. Yeah, but you're not really going to be part of the show because Croatia's going to start. You guys can handle it. Yeah. I, I don't think that's much of a concern. Remember the the action early on, the way Croatia plays? We like to slow it down. We like to hold on to the ball. We like to piddle around the midfield, get it back to the defense, get it up. We'll have Juranovic take a beautiful run down the right side, cross the ball into a couple that we've got in the box to see what ends up happening, something good, something bad. doesn't matter. We like to dictate the pace of play. Don't necessarily want to sit and park the bus. We don't want to do that. But we want to slow the rhythm of the game down so the Argentinians can't build up any momentum. When we got in trouble against the Brazilians is when the Brazilians, you know, started working their little magic. They started making their passes. All of a sudden, Neymar's on the ball about 40 meters out. He's attacking the defense. And then they're swashling, swishing and swashing and making swashbuckling runs through our defense. A lot of swashbuckling. Which uh, resulted in the goal for Neymar. So... Uh, you know, we'll slow it down. So early on, I expect Croatia to do what Croatia does, play tight defense and uh, piddle and paddle the ball around for a while until they get their handful of opportunities to take shots on goal. If Croatia were to win tomorrow? 9 a.m. Sunday. You 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 also have work on Sunday because you do. do the post game with Peggy and the post Bears game are three playing. Five. Odds are if Croatia wins on Tuesday and they win on Sunday, what type of condition am I going to be uh, in? Are you worried? To be, worried? It's a legitimate concern. Will you? That's why I asked you if you were available I'm for not. Sunday. I'll that's be in Mexico. I, that's why I asked Black. <laughs> Black. Busy. Sorry, you're... Sorry. I'll, Sorry. I'll, you know. I'll, I'll, double, I'll double the salary for that specific day. Well, I'll give you can the... You? Tw- I'll give you the can tw- you do it? I'll give you the twenty dollars myself. The dough, the twenty bucks. Yeah. The twenty. I'll double it. Hold on, I'll double it. Maybe the twenty. No, Abdal and I already have to carry your end of the load tomorrow. tomorrow. Apparently, are we? We're working two shifts. Is that what's going on? Yes. Is that union uh, allowed? It's union Yurk? approved. We're going to make a special right, exception because Yurko's the shop steward. Yeah, yeah okay. I believe there's been some sort of denoting right. in the contract sure. for a special World Cup exclusion. Huh. Okay. A side letter. A World Cup side letter, we'll call it. It sounds like a great spot for a young Tyler Aki. It sure does. Oh, yeah, doesn't that's that seem like... Talking to. Yeah, right? Like, his, that seems like a nice spot. Cut his teeth on Bears coverage. Some good Bears post-game thoughts. I have to try to find, like, i got to carve, like, two hours out on Sunday uh, to watch. Are you game. on Eastern time? No, we're, they're we're an hour. Be, yeah, yeah, they're an hour ahead. It's they're Eastern an hour time. ahead, so yes. it'll be 10 o'clock your time. Yes. You'll be able to catch the I'm action. assuming it'll be on a, all Sunday. over the resort, right? I mean, oh, wow. come on. Where are you going? Obviously. To Mexico. Oh, of course. Yeah, it'll yeah. be on. Yeah, yeah it'll be on you'll, everywhere. You'll not have a problem. You'll also be able to watch a full NFL slate afterwards. And, and I, the hard thing is, like, you know, all right, uh, Karen, watch the kids for the next six hours. I'm just going to go watch soccer and football. <laughs> That's probably not going to happen. Uh, My hope is that Gio wants to watch part of with the you? soccer game at least, yeah. and we'll sneak away to the bar and tell watch. Tell him it's Uncle Yurko's team. Yeah. Oh, he knows. Yeah, tell him it's Uncle Yurko's team. He'd never heard of Croatia. Right. He could, you know, he, and he was like, wait, where's that? And I was telling him, it's a European country. you got to get the maps out I know, the it's across That's from fun. the Adriatic. And yeah. He had no idea. He's like, wait, what? Who? And he's been cheering for Argentina. I said, yeah. well, you know, Yurko's from Croatia. He's, his family's from Croatia. He's very excited. He's He's and, fi- very and, pumped and up. Grandma's from Argentina. Yeah, he, he doesn't. I don't even know if he's aware of that. Well, I think he you might should be. tell him. <laughs> my grand, my mom is not from there. She happened to be born there. But I was born not. in Germany, Carm. Yeah, we don't say you're from Germany. I know. I say I'm from West Germany. 
No, you don't. You're Croatian. My mom just happened to be born there because my grandparents left Italy. After People the ask war. me where was I born. I say West Germany, back when there was an East and a West. She did live there until she was about five, I guess. Yeah, but, she but, picked but, up the language. <laughs> she picked perfect Portuguese, I bet you. They speak Spanish in our Perfect Spanish, I bet you, Carmen. <laughs> no. Uh, Italian, yeah. Spanish, right. no. Um, so, he, yeah, Gio was uh, wanting to know a little bit about Croatia, and mm-hmm. I was giving him the whole story. I said, they've only been a country for 30 years. Yeah, 31 years. And they're already in a, their third semifinal. I said, it's pretty incredible. So I, I'm, my hope is that he wants to watch the game, Good. at least portions of it. I had to I'm drive gonna... my son to the airport this morning. He's going down to Sarasota on a business retreat. A business retreat? A business retreat, yes. So he's down in Sarasota. I said, you're going to find a way to watch the game tomorrow. I said, you know, it's on, blah, blah, blah. This is the time. Oh, yeah, what's he doing? And he goes, yeah. He goes, I'll find a bar. He goes, we have a couple bars close to the hotel that they're staying at. The owner, the proprietor of their business has brought all the employees down for a little pre-Christmas party. That's nice. In Florida. Yeah, it's got put them all on the arm, too. Wow. How about that? Huh? Working good for, for a good boss. Yeah. So will you, if, if Croatia wins tomorrow, can you attend your watch party wherever you happen to watch it yeah. early Sunday without drinking? Damn near an impossible. It's going to be impossible because the shots will be flowing. Boy. And that, but the problem is if the Croatia wins. Oh man! If how Croatia are you come to wins, work if Croatia wins, Croatia wins. The celebration begins. Like, how are you going to focus on the Bears game? It could be a twenty-four hour party from that point on. Question mark on Monday, even. Question mark on Monday. I'm not going to be here Monday. So. Well, my point <laughs> is I might be a question mark on Monday. <laughs> Whoever's got to deal with that has got to deal with it. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Maybe tomorrow it ain't going to make a difference. It might not. Maybe Argentina gets revenge for the 3 nothing thrashing the Croatians gave them four years ago. Right. Maybe they, they, they seek revenge. I think I'm going to sell my Argentina ticket. I'm going to when I get home today. I'll uh, let's see if you can get something for it. I'll, I'm going to post it on. Prop I'm holding Swap. on twenty to win at fifty to one thousand bucks for the good. You kid. sure you don't want to sell nope. that? Nope. Okay. Because the odds aren't good enough for me. Well, but fifty-one, you're they're eight to one right now. Right. Think about eight, what some, someone would have eight, to spend. Eight, eight to one, eight, one hundred and sixty bucks would get him a thousand bucks. So I can't sell that twenty dollars ticket, but for one hundred and sixty dollars. But that, that that's think that's and, even many? less than that. One hundred and forty bucks, Carm. Eight. Right, eight to one, eight yeah. one is eight hundred forty. It's two forty, three twenty. Even less than that, one thirty. Carm, I can only sell for one thirty. I'd rather have that's the five, that's five times I your know. money. I mean, I don't think that way. Really, you're a smart guy. I know, but I just want to piddle it all away. I want to be the guy that kept the ticket and went and cashed it in. That's what I, I wanted to. I, I actually, I, it, the, the Argentina ticket I have is not mobile. I, I got it in August when I was in Vegas, so I have to. I'll have to take a picture of it when I get I home, and smart. I might upload it and remember, just see if remember somebody. Remember when wants I did the seven it. game stinger? Yes, I did it smart. I went and cashed it. You know, I, I went and hedged it. You did a smart thing, and then I put all eight hundred. The next day, I took eight hundred for. It. I took all eight hundred on the the Monday night game, two team parlay, Arizona and the under. Ah! That didn't, yeah, uh, that San didn't Francisco happen for you. The overcarm. Why are you parlaying? So I piddled it all away. That's what you do when you gamble. You're a gambler, a true gambler, is not happy till he loses everything. That's not true. And then that's when the joy settles that's in. That's not true. That's at all. when the satiation and the feeling settles in on the body as it overtakes you and says, "Man, I am a loser." All right, I, I, I'm surprised at you because you're a pretty smart mathematical guy. I figured if somebody wanted to give you six times your money, yeah, you'd be like twenty. Yeah, I mean, I figured you'd jump all over it, and you can reinvest a little if but you want. But I want my original 20 back. It'd only be 5 to 1 at 120. All right. I'd have to get 140 back, and nobody worth his salt is going to give me 140 for that. Like, if I could double my money, this it's a $100 ticket at 5 to 1. If I could get 200 for it, I'd probably take it. If I'd Cro- double my money. If Croatia goes to 2 to 1, 
and they win this game, and they're playing Morocco, and they go to two to one, one. Then it's worth selling. Okay, all right. Now I could probably get four eighty for it, four sixty, and I get four sixty for twenty dollars. Now I've done something. That's a lot, man. Now I've done something. All right. Pete's in. Let's do uh, the math. Pete's in Miami. We don't want to confuse people. Peter, what's going <laughs> what's on? What's up, Pete? How's it going, guys? Good. What's happening? Good. Uh, I have a question about. Um, I need your advice on. Um, a survivor pool I'm in, but first I want to say your um, good luck tomorrow. Thank you. As a, as a Greek, if I was single, I'd be going for Croatia, but I'm married to an Argentinian woman, so it's you're kind going of, for uh, Argentina, buddy. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. good for you. I, right. I, have, I have no I have no other options. Oh, the flags oh, are already outside of the house. I bet they are. Hey, do so, you have any pictures of her in a bathing suit? All right, there. Yes, I do. Well, you want to so, buy some? What's the survivor pool? <laughs> hey, no, it's a, that's the old joke. So, I'm just kidding. Me and, me and my wife, we um, we enter the survivor pool every year. It's up to like 400 people. Yesterday, how many are left? Uh, her one of one of her entry is herself and one more person. She was offered to split chop it, it chop or it. split split it or do a 70-30. but based on and you know all of the good teams are gone for both of each, each every person. Who the only like, advantage yeah, my wife has. What, yeah, what team does she have that might be an advantage over the other person? The Chargers, and they mm. play the Broncos at Week 18. Mm. Because I'm, I'm assuming Vikings, uh, Colts, Vikings would be the next pick, and then Titans, Texans would be the next pick, and then Lions, Bears. And I'm assuming both of them are going to take the same teams. There's not a lot of options. It goes down to eight, Week 18. So he has the Chargers. How much money are we? How much money are we talking about in a 50-50 split? Does. Uh, Probably around 10K. Dude. 10K a piece or 5K piece or five, yeah. No, the total thing is about almost 20K. Dude, you got to take it. So listen, if she believes she has the advantage, if the other party wants to take that 70-30 split. Dude, you got to do that. Why wouldn't you do that? That, to me, makes sense. Even if it was 60 60, By 70-30, they mean the winner takes 70%, the loser takes 30%. Oh. Right now, it's winner takes all. Oh, yes. they're, they're asking him if they want to do that right now. If you, she would do mm-hmm. seventy thirty right now, uh, I, if I, I would continue get, playing, yeah, I got oh, you. I got so you. So the winner would get fourteen, would the loser would get six. I would do it. I would agree to that. I would agree to it without without a doubt. I'd say yes. That way we each get some. I had some guys in the survivor pool, so very similar to what Pete's in. Pete, thanks, buddy. What they did and it was an inordinate amount of money, and and Viking Scott's in one now, but it was an inordinate amount of money. What they did, the seven people that were left, they each had one pick left. They paid each individual out an X amount off the total pool. They paid them out, and they brought the pool total down. So they all seven parties agreed. They brought that pool total down. Everybody wet their beak and made a little bit after that. They kept going. Some of the people were eliminated, so they were satiated. They were out. And then the guys that were left went and completed. I think two guys were left before the playoffs, and it kept going. They took some more money out evenly, and then they finished out through the playoffs, and my buddy ended up taking it all. I would do the split without even thinking twice. Yeah, I know 70, you 30 get right now, 100%. and not worry. 14000 if I don't, it's 6000 $6, rather than 20 or zero. I would do it. Okay, I'd take that. I'd, ab- I'd absolutely do it. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. I want to talk to you about some stuff from the NFL weekend. I'll tell you coming up next what uh, got me out of my seat yesterday, too, even though the Bears weren't playing, Yerk. If you want to join us uh, to talk week 14 and talk about the Bears coming out of the bye, uh, you're certainly welcome to do so. 
and what you're excited to see from Justin Fields over these final four games. Bears have the toughest schedule left. They might not win a game. That doesn't mean that we can't be thrilled by Justin Fields. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. I have a favorite play from yesterday, Yurko, even though the Bears didn't play. I have a favorite play. Good. And it's one of those plays where I was sitting there watching all by myself. Yeah. And it's one of those plays where when you see it happen, I'm not exaggerating. I, I did this on the couch. I went, oh, God. And it, you're like, you could feel the right. You, you almost come up out of the seat. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, you maybe you know which play it is. A couple options, but it was this play in the early window. Burrow to the end zone. Jamar Chase. Greg, what's amazing about this is Jamar Chase didn't even expect the ball. He's not even looking at the ball when Joe Burrow throws it. Watch the reaction. He's running his route. He's not expecting it. Oh, there's a ball right there. Hello. (laughs) We've been talking about the Bengals for a couple weeks. They look dangerous. And we've been talking about Joe Burrow, and he is, you know, I, I call him Jules from uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Because his yeah. wallet says badass yeah. mother bleeper on it. Yeah. That, yes, that, it that's does. what Joe Burrow is. That throw is, it made me, I mean, I'm not exaggerating. I literally did to myself, like with nobody around, just, oh my God, like you can't believe it. I, you know, instantly I'm fumbling to get to Twitter to tweet about it. Like, yeah. did you see what Joe Burrow just did? That's how good the throw was. That's how good the execution was. Still a great catch by Jamar Chase, too. I think that was, was that Gumble and Trent Green on that game? I think it was. Wasn't that? I think it was. Um, it's Gumble for sure. I don't know if that was Trent who, Green. Who, who does the games with, with uh, Gumble? Is it not Trent Green? Whomever it is. Whoever the, you heard the analyst say. Jamar Chase didn't who's even. The, who's the former linebacker for uh, the New York Jets? Not Jonathan Vilma. Is it Vilma? No, that's and not he Vilma. He doesn't do it. I, 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 whomever it is, it, forgive me. Um, I mean, you heard him talk Vilma about was it. on the Vikings-Lions game. Who did? Vilma was on. Vilma did Vikings Lions. Yeah. That's right. It wasn't Vilma. Because Vilma does uh, a- a- NFC games. This was uh, AFC. This was CBS. And it's just such it, – it's quarterbacking precision that you love to see. I mean, in the red zone, tight area, your options are normally limited anyway. Yurko always talks about that field starts to get condensed and it's harder and harder. you really got to be precise. It's read – and what are we always asking Justin Fields to do at this point? Throw it. He sees it. He knows he's got the best receiver in the game, or one of them, a guy he trusts. And he puts it in a window as Jamar Chase is turning around. He's just trusting his guy's yeah, going to make the play. He's going to be there. But guess where the ball was? In the only spot where like, his he guy was going to get it yes. and nobody else. Yeah. I mean, right on his hip, in his pocket. And that's the drill receivers do. They turn around on the jugs machine that's coming through the machine already. They got to find the ball, catch the ball, secure the ball, turn and run. It was beautiful. Yeah, great great play by Trent Green. It is Trent Green. Trent Green. That's what I thought. It's Gumble and Green. The other throw that stood out to me last night was from my man crush, uh, Justin Herbert. I don't know if you saw the throw to Keenan Allen on third down late in the game. I mean, Keenan Allen looked back and pointed at him like, you the man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty impressive. Justin wow. Herbert was very good last night. There was a Geno Smith throw that was similar to that. They went to DK Metcalf. Yes. One of those where he's not out of his break. The ball's being fired. The coverage, he's on top of him. 
And Metcalf with his big body just gets in between, and there's no play that could be made on that. Except for it's another your guy. one of those great throws that you see in the NFL every single week that a quarterback has to be willing to throw. I want to see more of those from Justin Fields. Yeah, they're coming. I know. I thought, I thought we started to see yeah. him last time yeah. against the Packers. We started to see him. I mean, Justin has gotten so much better from where he was when the season started. And that's yep. the most encouraging thing that we're going to take away from the season. I hope that continues over the next three or four weeks. It'll be interesting to see if they get to the Viking game, how they play it, depending on what's at stake in terms of how bad their final record might be. I'd like to see him play as much as possible over these final four weeks. Look, I, I don't think it's going to be possible to catch the Texans. The Texans are a disaster. Uh, I get it. They had a lead briefly yesterday. Yeah. The Texans are a disaster. Well, they were playing They're well playing yesterday. three different quarterbacks, yeah. and they don't know what's going back and forth. But they and were guys, playing well. They were, but they're, I, I mean... They're one ten. Now they're one eleven and one. They are who point. they are. I don't. They are who they are, and they lost. Ultimately, they lost. Like, are that they going to get to? Th- are they going to win two more games? No, because Probably you would have had to win that one. That one would have been the surprise win that could help you get the three. Yeah, I think they're going to finish with no more than two victories. That would be my guess. And so it depends on what is on the line for the Bears. Uh, it was a game yesterday. I was thinking, oh, it would have been good if that team had lost and they won. Well, who was it? Was it? Uh... I can't think of the scenario that was playing out in my head for a little. Well, maybe I was just thinking of the Texans game. Like, boy, this would be something for the Bears if they got to two now on the bye week. But, again, it didn't happen. Cowboys ended up winning that game with a, a 10-point fourth quarter, and they rallied. Um, so I don't, I don't know if they're going to be sitting Justin in the final week or not. I'd like to see him play. He's the most exciting thing right now. Uh, and I like how you put it earlier. I just kind of want to see who he can drag with him. That, that's, like, that's all I'm looking for at this point. I expect nothing from this Bears defense. I think they'll be more competitive this weekend because they showed us out of their uh, you know little mini buy that they had with a lot of extra time to prepare uh, what they were capable of. They were healthier back then. They had Roquan Smith back then, but that was their best game of the year when they went and they played that Monday nighter. Um, you know, could they catch the Eagles napping a little? Maybe. I, and the, the Eagles don't seem to be taking their foot off the gas though. I was pretty impressed with what the Eagles did yesterday. I mean, they eviscerated the Giants. Yeah, they did. And, and remember, I said the Giants were the ones that I thought were the pretenders. We all agreed. I that. thought they're the pretenders. They don't look good. Look like pretenders to me. And there they go. They play in a you know, legitimate team in their own division. And they got crushed. You know what they are in their last six games? They're 1-4-1 one, and one yeah. in their last six games. You know the win? Against the Texans. There you go. The Giants were a pretender all along. We knew that. And we knew that. We knew it that. It was pretty obvious and pretty evident. And now Saquon's banged up. He's not even totally healthy, so... Uh, I made that, the right move. I traded away Saquon Barkley early in the year. You did I make the right move. I kept McCuffrey. Oh, that's been a brilliant move. I traded Herbert in my dynasty league and kept Burrow. Uh, that's a not. I well, mean, that's, it was a, listen, Joe Burrow's pretty great. So many riches for me. Obviously. Because I draft well. That's yeah. what I do. You're like the Packers with quarterbacks. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. You had Burrow and Herbert? Everybody stockpiles it, but I stockpile the quarterbacks. I traded away Aaron Rodgers one year. Good I had him. I had Tony Romo. Wow. This is early. This is dynasty league. Keep guys for a number of years. Right. I always took the quarterbacks because when everybody gets hurt, a quarterback has value. Yes. Of when course. all your guys are gone, because in the NFL, who gets hurt a lot? Quarterback. A lot of guys get hurt. So you had Herbert and Burrow at the yeah. start of the year, and you yeah. were able to move one of them. Yeah, that's pretty good. I told the guy, take which one you want. I don't care. And you and did and you get, he, he wanted Herbert? So what do you get? Draft picks? Are you I got draft, like a real I got draft choices in a player. Look at you, yeah. dude. You're like a real GM. Cooper Cup. <laughs> I got DeAndre Hopkins. Old guy, but I got him. 
Who did I hear? Was it Waddle and Sylvia? I got Tony Pollard in the trade. I'd give away a young running back in my first-round pick next year. Yeah. But I had Tony Pollard. I gave away Brian Robinson. I'm worried about his off-field activities. I think it was Black and Tyler. Was it you guys, Black, on Friday talking about, like, what if D-Hop's the next guy this offseason? It's like, yeah, I'm not so sure anymore out here. <laughs> like yeah, if, maybe. If he's the receiver maybe. that, like, kind of complains and the Bears yeah. can go out and make right. a big move for right. someone you like just that. Okay, th- th- here's the thing, though. How much do you pay him? That's well, he's the already key. paid. I get you. You'd have to, but that's the key. Draft cap, right? Yeah. If he ends up leaving that team, you're not going to trade for him. You're going to hope that he ends up getting released. Everything accelerates on the Arizona Cardinals, and then you signed him to a team-friendly veteran contract mm. that's based upon how productive he is on the field. He's also thirty, but I still think I'd, I'd well, be interested in that. Listen, Randy Moss played well into his thirties. Ocho Stinko didn't stink until he's about thirty-four. You might be looking around at the situation out there, like maybe this isn't the best. With coaching questions and I Kyler mean, Murray playing too many video would games. Would that be an ideal veteran voice in the league to bring Oof. in for Justin Fields to listen to? I, would we all be on board with that? I think so. I, I wouldn't mind. Again, it's the number. I just love that they brought it up because I'm like, and then the bonuses. Who is it that's going to maybe raise a stink? Because the free agent market is not good. Is there any wide receiver, though, that's just going to flat out be like, yeah, I don't want to be here. Give me out. And would it open up the door for an interesting opportunity for the Bears? You know, Odell is going to be the next talking point because he's no one's going to sign him this season. It seems as if no so one's nobody's going to take a chance. He said, he said another month, remember the, the Dallas took a look at him and right. they said something about his ACL. Yeah, he's like he's ho- not ready. Right, right. He's hoping another five, six weeks. That puts him about 10 months post-op. Right. That would it make like 11 maybe months, right? put, yeah. right, 11 months maybe yeah. post-op. Well, at the beginning of the playoffs. But right. at some point, he's right. got to be running. He's got to be in shape. Right. I mean, even during my ACL, I mean, I was running after a certain while, like four and a half months. You can get out there and you can get some movement, but it's not usually until eight months that you get your strength back and everything's, you know, the measurements on your legs and everything is back to being 100%. So eight months, nine months, 10, 11 months, you should be, unless you had a setback somewhere, 10, 11 months, you should be back to where you need to be to be able to play in the NFL. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. There's a new favorite for MVP in the NFL, guys. You know who it is? It's pretty obvious. It's Jalen Hurts. It is Jalen Hurts. He has uh, gone past Patrick Mahomes in the odds. He is now minus money. It's close. Yeah. He's like minus uh, on points bet this morning. I looked, I think he was minus 110, and Mahomes is like plus 140. So it's pretty close. I think it quite clearly is going to come down to those two. Um, Tua's had a very good year, but these last two games, uh, I think uh, you can officially close the book on Tua. I mean, they went to California, lost them both, didn't score more than 17 in either game. How about their scheduling spot? So they stayed in California for the the two weeks, obviously, Mm -hmm. or the the week plus, I should say. Because they had back-to-back games in San Francisco or in Santa Clara and then in L.A. They flew back to Miami this morning. They go to Buffalo on Friday oh. to play a Saturday night game against the Bills. It's going to be cold. Where it's going to be below 30 degrees and maybe three feet of snow. Yeah. Good luck to Miami. It's going to be cold. They're not going to move that one, are they? They're not thinking that, about taking that one to Detroit. No. they're no. That one they're staying That put. one, Miami indoor? No. We'll take I Miami mean, outdoors. Buffalo has not been overly impressive to me. And had Queen and Williams not gotten hurt yesterday... Honestly, I don't know if they win that game. I don't. 
He was destroying them, you guys. Yeah. He was destroying that game. And then, it, what was it, his ankle or his calf? I think it was his calf. Right? He got, uh, I don't even know what it is. It almost looked. Did he pop it? I don't know. But he got caught up in the line as they were going on the in line the of scrimmage. Fray. In the that fray a little in bit. The fray, yeah. But it's not like it got rolled up on. Whatever it was, it was his calf. He left the game. They were not. You, well, they weren't. And, and not, Mike White, you got to give the kid credit. I mean, tough SOB. He was obviously playing through a tremendous amount of pain. If if White doesn't get hurt, and I'm telling you, if Queen Williams does not get hurt, I don't know if the if the Bills win that game. So they're not a juggernaut, but I would very much favor the Bills this week. And the Vegas line is also very much favoring the Bills What's in this matchup. Already? It's at a touchdown. They're already a seven point favorite. So I think you can close the book on Tua. This is going to be a two horse race. It'll come down to Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. Can Justin Fields turn into Jalen Hurts? I think it's an interesting question. Look, the Eagles. Why did I love the Eagles so much in the summer? What did I keep telling you? What did I keep telling you about? Uh, why you, can't I speak? You, you, what did I keep you, telling you, you about the Eagles? They got him AJ Brown, and you felt that the Eagles. What did I say about the their wide receiver position? Yeah, they have a championship roster. Championship. I said the question is Jalen Hurts. I don't know about right, Jalen Hurts, quarterback. but I said they have a championship roster, and that's why I have a lot of futures wagers and positions on the Eagles that uh, two of the three have already cashed. Right. And the only one I'm waiting on at this point is the division, which I think they'll win too. But two are already in the books, uh, make the playoffs, and uh, they're over uh, eight and a half wins. And so I liked them, but I didn't know if they were a true Super Bowl contender because of Jalen Hurts. They are now because he might be the MVP of the league. Their roster is considerably better than anything the Bears have. They have talent on their D-line. The Bears are playing backups at every level of their defense. They've got not only talent, but they've got borderline Pro Bowl talent at every level of their defense. Their offensive line has stayed healthy. Knock on wood is one of the best in the league. They have Devontae Smith. They have A.J. Brown. Come on. The scales of justice here, right? That's pretty good. Yeah. Like, Justin can't do it on his own. Most great players can't. You need to build excellent teams around them. So the Bears have a long way to go before they're anything close to the Philadelphia Eagles, but can... Justin, do what Jalen Hurts is doing. With a little bit more talent, it will maybe take, he can. Right. It'll take two years of acquisitions to be able to get you okay. where you want to be. And at that point, you should have a good feeling about what Justin Fields is and have him locked up through at least five years with him. I can't wait for the day until Justin Fields and his people start complaining, and his people, I mean his agency, uh, start complaining about uh, you know not getting their contract extension. You know what that means, though? Well, that means good things are happening. Yeah, right. That's, that's true. what I'm saying. I'm hoping yeah. for that day. After that's next the, year. Yeah, that's the day I want to hear them start to complain because he's established himself as a stud quarterback. Boy, like if the Bears after next year are going to the bargaining table with Justin, that's great, isn't it? Because it means... Well, they've got leverage. Been, been, they still got leverage at that they point. They do. They yeah. do, unless he goes out and, you know, if he throws 45 touchdowns, they might not have a choice. You know, you'd be like, yeah, we want it. We're, we totally believe in you. We are going to buy in, and we're yeah. going to commit to you. But I just wonder if people are – I mean, is it the best comp – I, I, I think it's a fascinating matchup this weekend because of that. They don't play against each other, of course. I get it. The Eagles are exponentially better than the Bears. The Eagles could uh, fall asleep and still the, win the, the game, Bears, but I'm, the Bears I love are, the, Yeah, the Bears are playing pressure-free football this week. They are. and I, you and have I, the best team in the NFC coming in. You're a team that has played well at times but just hasn't been able to put it together. Can you catch somebody coming to Chicago? Probably going to get staked up, right? Maybe. Staked. You're going to get the taters, mashed table, double baked. You're going to get the whole ball of wax, right? 
You're going to get some tiramisu, some creme brulee. Wait, You're going to have it all. A, they're having a feast. They're going to have a meal and a half. <laughs> then they go back for their team meetings. They're going to have a meal at night, too. They're going to get fat in the city of Chicago, and they're going to show up a little bit constipated the next day, and maybe with a little bit of a hangover if they're all smart celebrating the holidays. I hope. All right? That's what we're hoping for. They could do all that and still win the game, but they, maybe the Bears cover the nine. Obviously. They can do what Dallas did. Found a way to win at yes. the end of the game. Okay? Yes. They can do a Dallas win. Ezekiel Elliott bringing it in. Congratulations, Dallas. They can do that. And it would probably benefit Chicago if they did do that. But I don't want to see a 48 nothing shellacking. I don't either. 48-14 game. That's not what I'm hoping I, for. I don't think we will, even though the Eagles are capable of putting that on almost anybody, it appears right now. Um, they are playing this game on the road. Three straight road games for the Eagles. This is the middle game sandwiched in between two road division games, as we told you. They had no problem handling the Giants, though, yesterday. They'll have a big game at Dallas in Week 16. So maybe the Bears, and, and may, coming off the bye with a lot of extra time, maybe the Bears are more prepared. My worry is defensively, I don't think you'll have enough to stop them. But I love the idea that we get to watch that matchup this weekend of Jalen Hurts going toe-to-toe with Justin Fields, or Justin going toe-to-toe maybe with Jalen Hurts, who could end up being the MVP of this league. Do you see some comps and comparisons? Can Justin, a year or two from now, be playing like Jalen Hurts? Be the favorite in Week 15 for the NFL MVP? 312-332-3776. That's the number. Ring us up. We'll talk more football. More thoughts from what we saw yesterday watching all the games with the Bears on by. Chris Chelios is going to join us in about 20, Yurko, to talk uh, Hawks. The uh, ESPN game tomorrow night is Hawks and Caps uh, as Ovi's in town. So uh, Chelly's going to jump on and talk to us a little bit. Um, and we have our Holiday Fails contest, which continues. So we'll remind you about that. We'll pick a winner about an hour from now. It's Carmen and York. We'll be back in two minutes.